Welcome to episode number three of the podcast. It has been a while, but of course, uh, once it's uploaded, you guys won't know that. Right. We are on segment three of why, which is the why that I do this and why I'm screwed up, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, the first segment was on uh, a recent ex. The second segment was about my mother. And this one will be uh, appropriately named Father. Right, um, my father followed a similar path that my mother did, getting into it, uh, with drugs and all sorts of stuff, uh, had a bad childhood, he, uh, his father treated him pretty badly, uh, I guess so did his mom too. I never truly met my grandmother, Uh, on my dad's side, because she died when I was just a child, like a very small child that couldn't remember much. Um, but I met my grandfather, and I have an awkward relationship with him. I barely talk to him. I don't even know if I can call him a grandfather half the time. Like, he's, he's like, he's there, but anyway, I digress. So he got caught up in stuff. He jumped from foster home to foster home with his brothers. And, yeah. When I was born, and my sister was born, we got signed away to my grandparents, who then took us to Alaska, which was cold. Um, And he did basically the same as my mom. He jumped around a bit, got sort of better, um, and, you know, found someone. He found my stepmom, and, uh, soon, after the couple years that we were in Alaska, we get back, and my stepmom's pregnant, and then, you know, there's my baby half-sister, um, so that was a unique experience. Also, while I was there, my cousin was born. So I had a whole bunch of siblings that I knew almost nothing about. So the way that it worked is that I got to visit my dad on the weekends. Uh, weekends, holidays, stuff like that. If you've got divorced parents, you know how it goes. Um, And it was really bad at first, I'm not going to lie. Uh, things didn't seem concrete, but then when they became concrete, um, I was adapting weird. I don't know, I, if you ask me to think back to it now, it's a bit weird, but I would end up yelling a lot, and then, you know, mostly at my stepmom, and things didn't go well. Pretty soon, though, I stopped getting in trouble over petty stuff like that. And we jumped around a lot. We moved a period of like, I don't know, we moved like six, seven times. Uh, 
And it's not like, you know, we were on the run or something. It's just he made very poor financial choices. And, yes, he's not very good with money. Or at least he used to not be. And that might be where I get it. Anyway. So he jumped around a lot. I made a bunch of friends and then lost a bunch of friends and stuff like that. In my opinion, obviously... I'm going to have that kind of like kid bias, but I think genuinely, you know, my dad's a good person. Um, he does have a lot of bad habits, and he has done a lot of bad things. Um, and, you know, that's that's just how it goes. So, um, he had to pay a lot for his stuff, like for the stuff that he did, and, you know... He's still paying for it. My grandmother never liked him, liked him. Um, and things spiraled out of control after my mom's death in 2018. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we moved to this place. Uh, for the longest time, he he's still living there. And it was the same place I uh, lived when I was born. He came back there. So, we lived there for the longest time. I made a bunch of friends. And they were really close. And stuff. And, uh, life was going good. You know? It was, uh, it was in a, well, as, as good as you could get in that town. Um... I felt like a kid, you know, and uh, going to an early college and having to deal with, like, what you dealt with, what I dealt with in life. I'm not saying that, you know, it was the worst, but, you know, it, it was, I felt like a kid, and I was genuinely happy, and it really, well, there was no mental health uh, error to check, but, like, it really kept my mental health sane. Uh, I considered that a whole half of my life. And, you know, there was no, like, conflicting errors or anything like that. But, yeah. So, anyway. Um. My dad liked camping, so we did that sometimes. And, you know, then uh, stuff happened. We went to go to our usual campsite one year as sort of a trial test run to see if it was good for 4th of July, and, uh, we got there, and he started unloading stuff, and then he got stung. Now, being stung straight in a vein, combined with, uh, dehydration and heat exhaustion does not lead to anything pretty. I remember freaking out, thinking I was about to lose another parent, because he, he went unconscious, and we had no service. The nearest hospital was like an hour away. And as far as we knew, we were the only ones at the campsite. Because we were in the mountains. Like, there was nobody. So I ended up making a rash decision to run across the creek, which is how you get to the next campsite. I fell in. My old phone uh, stopped working because... I fell in, and my phone was in my pocket. My awesome uh, sandals that I had just bought had fallen off my feet, and they're probably in freaking uh, Mississippi by now. 
No, they're probably way out into the ocean by now. I don't know. Point is, I lost a lot of things getting there, and then I reach across the tree, the like the creek, and then I run into trees because I don't have my glasses on. Oof. Um, so I get help from people, and it just so happens that one of them is uh, trained medically. Uh, I mean, there's nothing they could really do other than, hey, let's put them in this cold water to stop the swelling. So that happens, and uh, I end up getting in this car with this lady, this very nice lady, and uh, she took me up to the top of the campsite uh, where the first public road is, and we ended up calling an ambulance, and she said I was very calm during it, which I don't know what she thought because I was freaking out. So, um, yeah, I get back down there, the ambulance had drove by us, and, uh, yeah. He was up and conscious and alive and all that, and he got out the he jumped out the water, and for like a 40-year-old man, he's doing good. And, you know, he didn't go in the ambulance or anything like that because he felt fine, but over the course of the next couple weeks, he, uh, He'd get really bad. Like, it's almost as if when he was in the sun or doing a certain activity, it would drain him physically. Like, you could see the blood drain. So, after constant aggravation between me and my stepmom, he finally went to the doctor, and I can't recall exactly what they did, but it made him better. So, yeah. Now, without getting too personal, there's a lot of other stuff like that. Uh, not like that, but there's a lot of other stuff that made my grandmother question our safety or not. Um, you know. So, fast forward July. We went on a camping trip. And, of course, my grandmother thinks that, uh, that my dad and my stepmom hate my sister. Uh my full-blood sister, my biological, not my half-sister, and that they treat her worse than the rest, and that's not true. Um, I mean, like, she points out certain instances, and it's just because, like, it's just different circumstances. It's not because, you know, they hate her or anything. Uh, anyway. So... July rolls around, we go camping, and we were supposed to be up there for a week, but after the whole bee scare, because he got stung by a bee, my stepmom didn't want to stay that long, she was developing anxiety, and it was actually starting to destroy her, and I wasn't helping, <laughs> at least um, I wasn't helping in the past, because I was a mean little jerk uh, sometimes, oh man, I was horrible. Um, but yeah, I, um, she ended up wanting to go home a bit, so I think that was like July 2nd or something, because it was before the 4th, so we went there, and, or she went home, we dropped her off, and then we went back up there. And we survived out there for a couple of days. And then we went back and got her to go see fireworks. After fireworks, we went back to home. 
Uh, and we were not due back home for another freaking week, maybe. Or at least a couple days. And we loved, everyone thought we were not there. So we didn't get any phone calls, we didn't get anybody uh, calling or knocking on the door or anything like that. Uh, I like my friends, you know, like I said, they were really good friends and helped me get through a lot, but they knocked every, like, 30 minutes, <laughs> and I don't know, I, I enjoyed the isolation, so we just didn't let anyone know we were home for, like, a long time. Well, then, you know, my sister starts to miss my grandma, so I call her up, and she was, uh, she was mad that we didn't say anything, that we were home. Uh, but that wasn't the kicker. The kicker definitely was around the end of July when some other personal stuff went down. And without going into it, it was basically my sister got accused of doing something stupid. And, uh, you know... Rather than, like, dealing with it. And I, I I blame both of them for it. Not so much my dad. But I also don't want to sound biased. And I'm sure other things could have been done uh, somehow, some way. I don't know. I was just a stupid 14-year-old boy at the time. I'm The only thing that's changed now is that I'm now 16. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I blame both of them. Uh... For, or, I don't blame both of them. I credit both of them for the mistake. Which is the same as blaming. <laughs> um, no, I, I, um, things different, things could have been done. They could have communicated better. But my grandmother acted in what she thought was a, like a save me thing. But it was a, it was a, a uh, it was a rash, a rash decision. And she came and got us after my dad had told her about the stuff. He had planned to tell her earlier, but she called and he told her over the call. Anyway, she came and got us July 29th of 2018. And I was forbidden to see him for the longest time. I still am. <laughs> uh, let me just clarify that. To this day, I still am. But, yeah, I, um, I couldn't see him for the longest time, and that sucked. Um, so from July until November, I had no contact with him. Um, and, and then one day I sent him a letter, yeah, like an old school letter, um, basically being like, hey, this is my, uh, uh, this is my thing, she'll never catch us, stuff like that. She didn't catch us until the, a year later, but we'll get to that. Um, so around November, when Venom was playing, in new in theaters and stuff, I, there's a theater in the town that he lived in, so I yeeted over there and turned my location off and crashed at his house for an hour. Which was really just, like, whoa, you know? Um, 
it was a it was a joy being there. So after that, I didn't. I never went to the house again until uh, later. But he started meeting me at the parking lot in my school, and you know, when you go to an early college, it's not really that shady. But yeah, and you know, we just did like little stuff like that. Homecoming, which was held again in the city he was in, he um he came and got me, and I pretty much skipped out on the last part of homecoming to go to his house, and I got to open my Christmas presents from the year before. Uh, this is 2019 now, so about a year ago. Anyway, so yeah, and uh, that was the last time I've been over there. But yeah, so I still kept in contact with him from January until September. And then September, I remember I was uh, talking with my friends. He spent the night, and then we took him home. And evidently, I was in a bad mood, even though he had just, you know, just spent the night. So she thought that she would take my phone, which she did. And, uh, that's where she was, uh, she, I'm not gonna say snoop, no, she was snooping, she was snooping on my phone, and she found that I was talking to him, and she almost kicked me out, and she, I tried, I, I didn't, I felt that, I had a bunch of moral conflictions, because I felt that I was doing what was right, I wanted to see my dad, I fought with her so much over it, and I was so conflicted. And, uh, great vulnerability here. I, um, I try to reach out to them. Like, physically reach out, like, with my hand for any sort of support. And they turn their backs on me. And it was, it was hard. So... I didn't get my phone for a long time after that, and I finally somehow earned back my trust, and what did I do immediately after? I'm sure you can guess. There was a court date, uh, early September. Before I got caught. And I thought that would be the day that everything changed. But it didn't. It didn't. So. Yeah. So now. I have to be extra careful. And now, this is where I am. I didn't go into a lot of detail here for the simple fact that, well, this is probably the most personal stuff. Well, that officially concludes the end of 
the father section, but I have some more uh, added information for the first segment. Um, this was recent developments. I'm not sure if I said, but um, she went to homecoming with a guy. And a week later, a week after she broke up with me, she found a guy. And it was him, and they've been dating since, and they just celebrated their one month. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I've been a mess, I've lashed out a couple times. Not like, you know, like, bad, but like, I, bad on my part. Like, I was a mess. Uh, uh, let your wildest, you know, thoughts run, and that's how I was acting. Um, I was hurt. And, uh, then she stopped talking to me for a while. And then, evidently, she thought I was ready. So she started talking to me. But I guess I wasn't, because I still look at her and get this feeling every day. Um, and yeah. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. So, it's gonna be hell. Uh, and she's going to prom with him. A freshman who doesn't even go to the high school. Who none of her friends like. I don't know. Sorry, I really don't want to get on this whole, like, thing. This whole thing, and I'll be here for hours. And this whole episode's going to be me talking about being depressed. No, anyway... So, yeah, she's going to prom, she's got this awesome dress, and I think what hurts the most about that is that, um, I was supposed to go with her. Uh, she, uh, I was supposed to be walking beside of her and not him. And that's what hurts the most. Well, thank you for getting past the third episode, um, you know, of the Y series. Speaking of that, why are you still here? <laughs> uh, that was a horrible joke. Well, the fourth episode is going to be about my grandmother. So, God, I have a dysfunctional family. <laughs> Probably not, though. Well, let me know. Just kidding. You can't. Ha ha. I will, um... I'll see you in the next episode.